Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Here we go, Washington football team nation. This is Tay, and we have my man Todd over there on the ones and twos, just <laughs> trying to figure out. We got six days until our first preseason game. I know I'm thrilled. And I also just saw an article today, Todd, saying that Washington football team roster is the second best roster under 25 with talent. With the with under the tw- wow. under 25 with talent, and they've named Chase Young and Montez Sweat, Cameron Curl, Ron mm. Payne, and Jamin Davis as blue chip players. Ooh. I'm excited, Ooh. Todd. We're, we're approaching <laughs> Friday night. Todd, how you feeling? Okay, so where did you see that article? Because I have not seen that. This is ESPN.com NFL Insiders. Wow. Oh, you get it's you know I, I canceled my insider subscription. I got no. It. I got Paul, it. Shout out to Fifty Gut Blog. Oh Paul yep, Williams. Yep, yep. He screenshotted it for us, so we just okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. Got the bootleg. Got That's the bootleg. crazy. That's crazy. And man, I'm feeling really good. Like you said, six days away. I was like, I watched most of the Hall of Fame game. I'm not ashamed to admit that. That's how starved I've been. Also, we had to check in on our boy Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> <laughs> which is all I'll say. But you know, I had to check in on Dwayne Haskins. So, and then you got today is Friday. It's 1.07 p.m. So in a few hours, you're going to be at FedEx. I haven't been at FedEx in years. I'm excited mm-hmm. to go back to FedEx. It was JP on, on the Washington Football Talk podcast. Made a good point. Last time fans were at the stadium, like really, like a large oh. number of fans was end of 2019. Everyone was mad. Head coach, I mean, Jay Gruden had gotten fired. Yeah. Bill Callahan was an interim coach. There was just a lot of uh, Bruce Allen, all that stuff. You know, fire mm-hmm. Bruce Allen. That was mm-hmm. the last time fans were at the stadium. Was it was yeah. turmoil. Yeah. So this time, these twenty thousand, however many thousands of people that are going to be there, it's just such a different energy. And so it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool to be part of. I can say at training camp, the energy was incredible. Everyone is excited, and it's not that normal like overestimation excited. It's like a hey, we have real reasons to be excited. I mean, the team president's out here talking to us. The head of fan experiences is walking around, meeting as many people as he can, and then the team. So, I'm fantastic. It's nice to be talking to you. You've been you've been ripping and running. <laughs> I know you got a lot going on. So, thank you for the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, man, I've been. I know I've been trying to get on a lot, a lot of these pods, and I've just been missing out. So, again, I, a, I thank you for keeping us up, keeping on. us afloat, and and the content you've been pushing out has been has been awesome, and I've been able to catch up catch up with it so i'm back now um at least i'm here for a little bit so i think we should be good for this week next week so we let's try to push out as much content as we can so yep definitely definitely so as always check out our sponsors hot chicken kitchen in woodbridge virginia i gotta go there it's been too long 
just yeah. an amazing chicken sandwich, great fries, just really good. Check them out. And they're, they're a local veteran owned minority owned business. So support them for that reason as well. Also they're opening a second location. We need to find out where that will be hoping it's a little, a little more North than 95 and then done pro financial to get your credit fixed. They're also going to be introducing a, a new financial course where you can learn how to fix your own credit or learn how to get a hold of your, you know, finances and budgeting and all that stuff for, for a low monthly price. So we'll give you more information about that. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to start a series where we look at each game um, and we're going to break it up into, I think, four episodes. We're going to look at the first four weeks and just look at the teams we're facing, what's changed since last year, so on and so forth. And so I'm ready to get it going if you are, Tay. I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start off week one, San Diego Chargers. Obviously, you got to look at Justin Herbert, who was a Los phenomenal. Angeles. Oh, what did I say? San did I say Diego. San Diego? Oh, yeah. I should be past that by now. Okay. Let's try that again. Week one. And also, oh, that's right. The last thing I have to say is it's Washington Wolves Experiment Week. We'll do that probably with a couple other names, but Tay, we should have done this at the beginning. We could start now. Let's try to refer to them to the as the Wolves this week, just so that we can see how it feels to say, how it feels for people to hear. Right. And that's this week. Next week, it'll be something else. So. Washington Wolves we, Week. I know we lost a couple followers too. So I know, I, mean, I know, we lost a couple followers. Oh, man, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> ah, ah, gotta shut it down. Okay. So the Washington Wolves play this the Los Angeles Chargers week one. The first thing you have to look at Justin Herbert, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions as a rookie. I was doing some some numbers. He had more touchdown passes in the first like five or six weeks than than the Wolves had last year all season, which is depressing. He had a phenomenal rookie season. Um, and they they were a team that was in it a lot last year, uh, but just couldn't close some games out and then went on a bit of a run to finish seven and nine, I believe. The thing about it, Tay, is that Justin Herbert has a new head coach this year. He has a new offensive coordinator. And I don't think there's any guarantee that he will be able to duplicate his success from last year because those young guys who go through multiple coordinators, you know, it's learning a new offense. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think it's I don't think it's ideal, but I'm not I'm I'm he's had some great throws at camp. I think he's a good player, but I'm curious to see how he starts this season with the learning a new offense. Yeah, for sure. I, I think he has all the talent in, in the world. And then you got to think of not only new offense, but I'm sure they, they have new coach as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's got a new way of doing things. So, yeah, it's going to be and he's defensive minded. So. Um, right. very good defensive coordinator uh, over there in uh, LA, the Rams. But right. um, I just don't know. I, I I think he's really good. I think he has all the tools to be a, a wonderful quarterback, but I think he's going to start off a little bit slow. I think people, teams have uh, more game film on them. And then, like you said, a new offense. So we'll see. Right. Uh, they, you know, they, in terms of weapons, they lost Hunter Henry. Um so that's, you know, that's one thing. Uh, they still have Keenan Allen. They still have uh, Michael. His name is Michael Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't realize he was like a top 10 pick in, I think, 2017 or something. But he's he's coming along. So they got two really strong big body receivers. They lost Hunter Henry, added Corey Lindsley in free agency, needed to upgrade that offensive line some. Um, they also drafted Rayshon Slater. And so you can see that they are really trying to build up that offensive yep. line. And that's what it's going to come down 
They also signed Matt Filer, who's an offensive yeah. lineman for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, I mean, it's good that they did that. They needed to do that. And so that defense, that, that game, I think a lot is going to be come down to what the defensive line can do against this newly built offensive line. We'll see by Rayshon Slater. I think he's talented, but we'll see how he holds his own week one. Corey Lindsley is an interior. Uh, he's a center interior offensive lineman. So the defensive line really needs to show up that game week one early because Justin Herbert, he may have his struggles here and there, but I think he'll get his chances to make some big plays. And um, and also I'm curious to see if Ben St. Juice is out there matching up with those big body receivers as a big yeah. body cornerback. Uh, that's all I've got on week one against the Chargers. Um, in terms of their additions. And I think the main thing for me is just the new offensive coordinator. See if we get the same Herbert. You got anything else to add there? Yeah, I'm going to hit the flip side on that. You know, obviously our offense looks really, really good compared to previous years in training camp. We used to always hear the excuse that the defense is better than the offense. But now we're starting. Yeah. You know, but, but, now we're starting to see the offense is really competing with this this defense and um, you're hearing very good uh, quarterback, uh, good quarterback play. What I'm interested in is, and this Chargers defense, you got Bosa, and you got a secondary that's really, 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 really good. Added Asante Samuel Jr. Exactly, Asante Samuel Jr. Then you got Derwin James and um, right. Chris Harris, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, so, so they have they have talent, and that's what that's where I think we're going to struggle with personally. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to put up points against them. Um, and I just know, and Brandon Staley is a, a great defensive coordinator. And you could say he had Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's that's very well true. But I mean, he's he has Bosa and he has Derwin James. So, so right, I mean, right. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough, and that's where Cosme is going to kind of get thrown in the fire. You get Joey Bosa over. You know, that's going to be. I mean, I, I guess throw him in the deep end. Why not? But. Yeah. That's going to be one to watch because Joey Bosa is a good player. He he's had his, his injury issues, but he's a very good player, and so that's going to be something to watch because you don't want that to be a constant problem throughout the game, where you've got your rookie second rounder against one of the really good uh, defensive ends and really can move all around the off of the defensive line and Joey Bosa. But they the, the the thing that sticks out to me most for them in terms of the offseason changes is is that new offense and that that Herbert will be running and we'll just see offensive how that. Line. Right. They upgrade offensive line. They've got a new offensive coordinator. So let's see. Offensive line should be better, but will will Herbert have his struggles just getting into a, 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 a flow, a rhythm there? Week two against the New York Giants, Thursday night football. So you get a few days. Biggest takeaway, you talked about it today. You 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 reported these new, uh, this news to us about Saquon Barkley likely being out week two. Mm-hmm. I think that's – I'll take an injury – I'll take a I'll take a player not being available, a very good player not being available on the competition on the other side any day. Every team has their share of injuries. And Saquon Barkley is so good. And he has he has been his best against the Wolves in the past. Yes. So I'm fine with Saquon. If, if, if he needs more time, I'm just saying if he needs more time to recover, take your time. Don't rush back. And the fact that that's a Thursday night game really makes me think he won't be yeah. out there. Yeah, for sure. And then he'll get that extra 10 days to kind of right, exactly. nine, nine to 10 days by week three. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I, what what scares me that game is obviously we're just we play poorly against the Giants. However, yeah, what it is, I don't know what it is. However, I'm not scared of them at all. I mean, Kenny Galladay mm-hmm. comes up a little banged up this week. Hamstring um, look like hamstring. So 
if I, if as a, as a Wolves fan, I think we are about we're looking good. These, I mean, considering we haven't had any, you know, we should be two and zero. That's just my opinion. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really. I mean, now they do have a good defense, but they just seem like they, they had three players retired this week or, or right. this offseason so far. Right, three or four. Benjamin and yeah, yep. and they're having some some trouble with with discipline there, and so yeah, it'll be interesting. I think I think we could sneak that one away. Yeah, if you if you if you missed it a couple of days ago on Twitter and reports, essentially that the Giants had an all out brawl, and Daniel Jones, the starting quarterback, was at the bottom of that pile. Then the head coach, Joe Judds, had them running sprints, had them doing push-ups, just yelling at them, working them after that for like 10 or so minutes, which there's debate as to whether or not that works for NFL-level players like high school mm-hmm. and college, mm-hmm. sure, but NFL, I think it can backfire. Mm-hmm. And then you had the offensive coordinator, uh, who's the Cowboys' old coach? Uh, Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett telling the reporters to call him, refer to him as coach, which, which is weird. And then you've got Kelvin Benjamin, who is kind of a, you know, that kind of a joke at this point, but Kelvin mm-hmm. Benjamin saying some things and him getting released and retire, or I guess getting released. And then you had a couple other players retire within these past few days. It's, it's some weird stuff going on. They they've done really a good job, at least trying to upgrade their, the weapons for Daniel Jones. I mean, they, they, added uh, Kenny Galladay. They drafted Kadarius Tony. Then you've got Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. They also added Kyle Rudolph. He'll be next mm-hmm. to Evan Ingram. Uh, and then they brought back uh, Alfred Morris and I believe not Devontae Freeman. They also added uh, John Ross too, who's, you know, obviously been a bust up to this point, but who's got a lot of speed. So they really, they're really trying hard to upgrade mm-hmm. that because last year they're off. I mean, Daniel Jones threw 11 touchdowns. They had the worst offense in the NFL, mm-hmm. worse than Washington's, worse than the mm-hmm. Wolves, which is mm-hmm. hard to do. But the question is, is it all going to come together? Uh, because their offensive line is their weakness. It is absolutely their weakness. And then Galladay banged up. Tony, had he wasn't at OTAs, which was weird. And then he was on the COVID list for a minute. And so he's flashed some, but he has some off the, he, he came into the league having some off the field concerns. Right, right. Um, and then John Ross, I mean, you know, we'll see if he can actually produce. And then Kyle Rudolph's also been a guy who's been banged up. Evan Ingram has mm-hmm. been inconsistent. And so they, they have the pieces on paper, but it'll be interesting to see. They added Adoree yeah. Jackson too, another guy who's been injured, but is a good player on defense. Yeah. So their defense, I think will be good. I don't know how, oh, I don't know sure. how great, but it will be good. For but sure. <laughs> the question is, will Daniel Jones put it together? Cause they worked hard to bring those weapons in. And I, again, I wonder if we'll see St. Juice. I mean, we'll probably see William Jackson moving with Kenny Galladay. And then maybe you get Kendall Fuller inside because their strength is really in that slot position with mm-hmm. Tony and Shepard and Slayton. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how the defense matches up with them. But uh, it's going to be – I could see it being a bit of a defensive battle because I think both teams' sure. strengths are their defenses. But the Giants have made a lot of offensive additions. And, yeah. But Washington should be able to win that, de- that defensive line versus offensive line battle. Because that offensive line of the Giants is is kind of in trouble, it seems. Mm-hmm. Anything else to add to there? No, I just I like our chances in both of these games. Uh, we're going up against two really good defenses, so right. I think my concern is more so with the offense. These that they come out on on fire these first two games. Right. And I mean, if you think, I mean, it's being zero and four in their last four games against the Giants, absolutely bulletin board material. Yeah. Absolutely something yeah. you got to talk about going into it. Like, come on, we cannot lose to these guys again, especially them being a divisional opponent. Um, And then the rest of their divisional games are are all at the end of the season. So get that one out early. Week three is the Buffalo Bills. And I mean, 
you know, they were already such a good team. They added Emmanuel Sanders. They added Mitchell Trubisky as a backup. They added Matt Breida as another running back who I think is, is a really solid running back. And then they re-signed a bunch of their own guys, but they're just a good team, right? Um, my, I do have a question about if Josh Allen will, will repeat the success he had last year. Because the only thing I'll say about Josh Allen, while he had a great year last year, was his first great year. With mm-hmm. quarterbacks, I need to see them do it more than once. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they had the best receiver in the NFL with Stephon Diggs. You've got Cole Beasley, who hopefully doesn't infect the entire league and everyone who's at the game. Um, that's going to be a tough one, and it's not even because of, of it really anything they've done in the offseason. It's because they're just a good team who stayed good this offseason. And so I think Jack, Real, Jack Del Rio has shown, as the season progressed, an ability to really game plan against different types of players and Josh Allen is one you got to have a plan because he can move around. You've yeah. got defensive ends who can move around. So find ways to to keep him moving backwards, not left, right, and forward. Yeah, again, another top defense with Sean McDermott there right. in, in Buffalo. <laughs> so let's, tough let's defense, offense, tough offense. Gonna have to, oh, yeah, this is the most – That'll be the first pieces. real litmus test of the defense. Really, it really is. Um, that, that's going to be tough. Uh, however – that's just going to be a tough game. We got to figure out what to do with Josh Allen, keep him inside the pocket, and we got to yeah. put a lick on him. We got to hit him. I mean, he, he yeah. likes to run. He likes to do all this and that. Let's put some. Let's put some licks on him. Running back, I'm not really too sure about. They don't really have. Uh, yeah, let me let me pull uh, up Singletary. I think it is. Yes, that's right, Devin Singletary. Then Matt Breida is Breida is a good player to me. He's one of those 49ers running backs. They're like a factory. Right. Who's he's got some good speed. So yeah. I, from what I can tell, it'll be kind of by committee there. Right. But yeah, it's it's really Josh Allen that just kind of <laughs> kind of scares you. Um, and then they you know, they they added some help along the offensive line and the draft and and whatnot. But it's it's kind of it's like beating a, a, a dead horse. But the defensive line, this is this is another really big one for them because right. they've got to disrupt that that passing offense and those passing lanes and. And that pocket, but you can't with Josh Allen, you can't just disrupt the pocket. You have to disrupt the pocket and then you have to disrupt once he gets out of the pocket. You know, yep. Um, yep. the first round pick was Greg Rousseau, who I would imagine probably won't have much impact early on uh, in his career and early on at this point in the season as well. So you really just have to focus on the team they were last year. Yeah. No new staff, none of that, just yep. a good team who yep. came back with a lot of their same players. Yep. So this that's going to be the first real test. I want to see I want to see both the offense and the defense against this team's offense and defense, but I think really the defense against Josh Allen. Because if they're just kind of moving like a hot knife through butter, it'll be a little discouraging. It'll be yeah. week three. You'll have time to fix things, but that'll be kind of discouraging. And again, I wonder if is William Jackson going to be following Stefan Diggs? Do you play more man, right? I mean, with a quarterback like Josh Allen, maybe you want to try to man up some. Yeah, uh, sure. and, and throw off the, the timing. And then that's yeah. when you kind of force him out of the pocket and yeah. then have spies there, have Montez sweat chase him. Yeah. You want Montez and spy. I know you, I know in Madden, that's mm-hmm. a cheat code. <laughs> have Montez really sweat spying the quarterback <laughs> or have Jamin Davis, your new speedy linebacker responsible yeah. for yeah. Josh Allen yeah. and have your receivers, you know, but, but again, man coverage against Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, easier said than done. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll be, that'll be a good test. I'm, I'm definitely excited to see that one. Last but not least for today will be the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Fabian Moreau, right? Uh, Kyle Smith, 
<laughs> uh, they didn't make a lot of significant additions in, in terms of free agents. They added Kyle Pitts, who was by all accounts, the best skill player in the draft and who was looking great yeah. in camp. They mm-hmm. lost Julio Jones. So that might mm-hmm. be a one for one replacement. They still have a good core of weapons, but they were bad last year. They have yeah. a new staff as well. Uh, Matt Ryan is old. I don't think they're going to be as. I don't think they're going to be a great team this year, Tay. The Falcons. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Aren't they missing someone too? I saw. Uh, you mean a player With injury? Yeah, maybe. I'm, maybe I'm maybe. Maybe. Falcons. <clears throat> but with Julio out, I'm not really concerned about them at, at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, not really scared of. Uh, Calvin Ridley. He's a good player. He's a good player. You know, I, I think you've got a secondary that can, you know, do something Kyle, against him. Kyle Pitts, not really worried about tight ends this year as I was before. And right, um, right, right. I don't think their O line is good. So I, I think. Yeah, their offensive line is questionable for sure. Yeah, that's I another one where you should be able to disrupt. For sure, for sure. And that's what I was going to say. I, I think this one comes down to they don't have a good defense, they don't have a good offense. So. Hopefully, it should be a yeah. pretty right. convincing one. And that's one where that should be – ideally, that's one of those where you're looking at your chops as a defensive line because yeah. you don't have to worry about Matt Ryan running. Exactly. And maybe that's the game where you where you feel comfortable with a bit more man because once you get to yeah. Matt Ryan, you should have him down. Yeah. Kyle Pitts will be in his third game. Calvin Ridley. Um, again, it's they've got weapons still offensively, but that line is not great. An old quarterback, you can't move. Mm-hmm. This is a game where I really would – I would kind of expect the defense to have a strong game oh, yeah, this week. Sure. And I would expect the offense to have a kind of strong game as well because they don't have a strong defense and they lost some of their – lost Vic Beasley, lost Keanu Neal. Mm-hmm. So you look at the first four weeks and it's a mixed bag, right? You've got a really good team in the Bills. You've got a team that's not so great in the in the Falcons. you got the Giants who – I mean, they're the Giants. They've been great against us. They're not – I think they're similar in terms of – how they kind of match up with the Wolves. And then the Chargers, I think, are another team that are kind of similar and how they match up with this Wolves team based on last year and based on the talent that they have. But, yeah, the the Bills are the ones that's, that stick out. That's the yeah, real sure. test to get a feel for it. The next one will be the Chiefs, and we'll talk about that next time. But, yeah, just a quick look at the first four games of the season, some of the key additions that each team made. Uh, how how it could affect Washington. And, I mean, Washington made some key additions as well, too. So it's not like they're the only teams that got better. Obviously, Washington got better, too. Next time we'll come back, we'll talk about weeks uh, five, six, seven, nine. By week is week eight, I believe. Mm -hmm. So I think that's Saints, Chiefs, uh, Broncos, uh, Bucks, I think, if I'm not mistaken, or or something like that, a really tough stretch the next four weeks. We'll talk about that next. Uh, You got anything else to add, though, Tay? No, at Falcons, I meant uh, New, New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, oh, with Michael Thomas? Yeah, Michael Thomas. That's, so that's okay, the one, Kate, that's right, the right, one. right. He'll probably be out, right, and we'll yep. definitely touch on that. So, and that Saints team is not the same. Okay, so tonight, Friday Night Football, we'll be back recording on Monday. We'll talk about Friday Night Football. Maybe post a video before then at Friday Night Football, and then, uh, and then the next time after Monday will be right after that preseason game. Talk about what we saw. and Can't wait. Who, who ah, we can't wait. Patriots. Patriots. That's going to be fun. Yes. Mac yes, Jones. That is going to be Mac, Mac Daddy Jones. 
(laughs) I'm excited to see how he looks because I was a Mac Jones fan. We both were Mac Jones fans. I'm excited to see how he looks. But yeah, we'll talk about that, I guess, Monday and then Thursday after the game. Tay, safe travel. Well, we'll talk. You're not traveling this weekend. It's next week. Okay. All right, cool. All right. Well, I'm going to see you in a few hours. Uh, Thank you to everyone. It was nice meeting some really cool people, some really cool uh, fellow content creators and fans at training camp. And so meet some more probably tonight, Friday. And then um, the last thing I'll say is on the drive back, Tay, I use Twitter spaces. I didn't know exactly what it was or what to expect. It's essentially, it's not video. You open a spaces and up to 10 people can join and then they can hear you and they can request to speak. And then it's kind of like a conference call. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I wanted, it was a two, a drive from Richmond home for me should be an hour and a half. But there's usually traffic, so it was closer to two and a half hours. And I said, mm. I'm going to try this, and I hope some people will join, and we can just talk, and it'll make the time go by. And take the whole time, people were in there. They were talking. We were talking about stuff at camp, talking about the team. There was a number of people, maybe 10, 15, 20 people kind of rotating in and out. And it was really cool getting to meet some of you all. I wanted to say something. Tax with people, terrible with remembering names and at, so I couldn't remember anybody's uh, Twitter handle. But you know who you are. And we got some some really high praise and compliments on the show. So I appreciate those of you who joined the spaces and the drive flew by. I mean, I wasn't I was paying attention to the road just enough to drive safely. But other than that, the drive flew by. So that was really cool. And we may try to do that again at some point. And thank you to everyone who joined. All right. We'll be back soon. As always, this is Todd. This is Tay. Yeah. <laughs> mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.